Hello and welcome to the first inaugural Hyper Combo Finish podcast video thing. Uh, I'm Chris McGuire. I'm Marie Kerr. And uh, we are uh, talking about games today. Yay! And it's raining, Yay. In, it's raining in our Minecraft world. Uh, I know, I can't find anything. Also, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> cool. Um, so you, you were into in, we went to introduce one another. Marie, who are you? Oh, I'm Marie. I am an Asian chick, so get excited. Um, I am a lifelong gamer, but not the kind of gamer that Chris is. And I work in the video games industry, but right now I'm working in mobile and social games. Cool. And Chris, you are? Oh, I'm Chris McGuire. I am a lifelong gamer, but not like Marie is. Um, <laughs> and I have been playing games since I could hold a controller. And uh, I'm actually a web developer and uh, started a couple of websites, but video games are way more fun, and uh, I think that this is more fun than writing websites. <laughs> Yay! It's true. Um, yeah, so let's see. Uh, now that we, we have gotten acquainted with one another, <laughs> uh, we, we can't find each other, uh, one another, in this Minecraft world. This is our Minecraft server that we share, that my wife runs, and I, I'm trying to find Marie. Um, I don't I'm think... just going to follow a path. And okay. see where it takes me. Cool. We've, we've had like eight people contribute to this Minecraft world. Um, and uh, it's big. Yeah. Super big. And whoever <laughs> is building this path, I'm really angry at this person. Because it goes nowhere. You it's, suck there. It's meandering or it just has no end? It, hasn't, it's just, it just suddenly ends in a group of trees. Useless okay. to me. Thank you. <laughs> Well, they're going to hear this, and they'll know how much you hate them. <clears throat> okay. I'm, I'm prepared for that. So what are you playing these days there, Chris, Chris McGuire? <laughs> I, I'm playing a couple things. Uh, you know, I, I actually, right before this, got done playing Valkyria Chronicles, um, which is really fun. It's on the PS3 mm. uh, only, which is weird because, you know, I, I actually probably play the PS3 the least of all the things. Yes, um, for the benefit of the le- uh, the viewership, I should say, I uh, should tell everyone that Chris is a really hardcore Nintendo fanboy. So <laughs> that he even owns a console that isn't Nintendo is astounding to me. That is not. Uh, well, all right. Maybe yes, it's, yes, it's, it's it, your wicked fanboy. It's sort of true, but I like other stuff. Sure. I like PCs a lot too. Oh yes, that's true. You're a PC and Nintendo fanboy. Yeah, Where but I, I, all, I, I'm all Mac and consoles. <laughs> I, I actually, um, I, I have a 360, and I play that a bunch, and I have a PS3 as well. I have everything, so I'm allowed to badmouth them all. Isn't that the rule of forums? Yes, yes, um, you're right. I think like 50% of forums on the internet at large is just talking about which system is worse than the others. Yeah, I mean, you got to have something to fill your life, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So Valkyria Chronicles, how was it? It's good. It's like a turn-based strategy game um, about anime children fighting a war. Oh. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it, it's really good. It's, it's done in this sort of cel-shaded, uh, pretty anime-looking style. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not done the game yet, but um, I, I think I'm going to finish it because it's super good. Uh, and it sounds like you were playing also, um, in, in talking about turn-based strategy, you were, ta- you were playing XCOM, weren't you? Yeah, I was playing XCOM, and honestly, I just suck at that game. Really? Um, <laughs> it's just, I'm, I am not one of those people who's like, oh, I played this hardcore, and I'm amazing. No, I just, I cannot do it. When somebody dies, I get really upset, especially if they were like a corporal or higher, and I just kind of rage quit every single time. It is an extremely challenging game, even on the normal modes. So I'm um, probably going to try to have to play again as an easy mode. I read that they released a mod for the easy mode, so it's actually easy now. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's so, tough. So you lots of people it. are having difficulty with this game. Of course. I, mean, I think especially people who haven't played the original XCOM it's going to be a bit of a stretch. I don't think of console, especially console players, I don't think of them as big turn-based strategy gamers. <laughs> um, so I think it, there is definitely a ramp, and the easy mode will help. So did you play the original XCOM? No, I didn't, because I'm not cool enough. Thanks. I, I haven't either, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, well, um, okay. You're not cool either. No. 
Not, neither of us are cool. I mean, we'll get that. We'll get that across. Okay. Real yes. quick. It's already done. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> um. I yeah. I, I, I really. Well, my location. Sorry, Chris. Um. I am back to where I started because seriously, whoever built these pathways can go fuck themselves. I cannot <laughs> be anywhere. Have you? Uh, are there any landmarks that you can see that might? Yes. This castle that I keep going to. Yes. It's like made of stone castle? Yes, yes. This castle I keep going to is... Anyway, I'm going to shut up about this and uh, keep going. Oh, a bone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I want to play XCOM as well because it sounds like the sort of thing I'd be into. Um, and uh, not enough people have talked about it to be annoying to make me hate it yet, um, which is cool. <laughs> uh, speaking of stuff like that, actually, as well, um, Halo 4. That's uh. coming out soon. Yeah, Halo. I just... Now, you were a 360 fangirl. I am. I will marry I will marry 360. But <laughs> I just... This is the gaping hole in my, my gaming history. I have never played a Halo game. Oh, you haven't even played them. Well, okay, yeah. I played some multiplayer because I recently purchased that anniversary edition. And I should have played it. Um... Yeah, it's just so arcadey for me. After playing Call of Duty for so long, it just didn't seem that fun. Wait, and wait, wait. So, so the <laughs> the realism of Call of Duty just just drew you in too far. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it, it's so ridiculous when you're playing Halo. It's like, oh, I shot a guy once and he died. Really, this happens. So I don't know. It, just didn't seem as interesting to me. And also, I can do weird things, like have a hologram of myself, and it just seems like trickery and madness. Uh, so did, I just wasn't into it. It sounds like uh, you played multiplayer a bunch. Did you play the, like, the campaign at all? I played the campaign at work one time, whoops, uh, with a couple of colleagues, and it, it was okay. Again, it just it didn't capture... My attention, really. And so I know that everyone's saying that Halo 4 is the best of the Halos. And to that I say, uh, Halo. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I feel similarly. You know, I played the first Halo. Uh, I played it through. I've actually played a bunch of... I played on PC, uh, which, which might be a skewed perspective. Uh, but I played it and I was like, you know, this is pretty generic first-person shooter. Um, nothing really makes it different than anything else I've been playing for a while on the PC, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, Halo was in a lot of ways um, console gamers' first, like, big first-person shooter that they got into, real into. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's cool. Uh, first-person shooters can be real fun, but, like, I thought it was, it was kind of silly. Um, I, I had a lot of fun, like, playing the multiplayer with friends because we had a little LAN set up in, uh, in my dorm room. Um, and we would play, like, you know, four-player and... We'd play, actually, what was really weird, we played uh, the Postal Service uh, while we were playing, which really went really well. <laughs> you know, it was like kind of calm, like chiptune sort of music, um, and it totally worked. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, the single player, I played it through and I was like, that was a game, but... Uh, <laughs> that was a game. There are other games I like better. Yeah, I just... The sky is super red. Yes, I'm going to get totally screwed out here because I found... Um, uh, what's it called? Oh, I'm at the Tower of Azathoth. <laughs> um, is that meaningful to you in any way? It isn't. Um, it, okay. On the inside, there might be like a teleporter or something. Okay, I will go inside. There's a teleporter no. here. Okay. Lies. Or, or a tunnel? Nothing? Um, I will keep walking around. Cool. Ooh, lots of wool. Thank God. Really <laughs> saved my ass here. <laughs> oh, the the teleporter actually is not activated. Mm. Hey, maybe you should activate that. I gotta, I gotta ask my wife how. <laughs> <laughs> so we're both like, I think we're not playing Halo Four. Is that what I'm getting out of this? Well, you know, I looked at it and it kind of did look like. I, I gotta say, the graphics made me go, "Oh, that looks kind of pretty." And I, oh. I, I generally don't care, like unless like a game has super. Um, awesome, like, art style. I, I'm really into that. Like, really realistic graphics usually don't grab me very much. But, um, you know, it looked like, oh, I haven't played, like, a crazy sci-fi shooter in a while. I'm probably not going to pay for it. You know, if if somebody, like, um, lets me borrow it, I'll play it. But otherwise, no. Aw. Yeah, I probably will not play it 
Uh, oh, Jesus. Sorry, I'm getting locked out of my own house. Um, but there are so many other games coming out right now that I just don't feel as though it's going to leave this gaping hole. There are so many games to play that are coming out that have already come out. Yes. Dishonored. I can't believe you haven't played that yet. It is the bestest ever. And speaking of ex- excellent art styles in an immersive world, I really feel like Dishonored did an amazing job. But again, this is another, talking about fandoms, I am super hardcore for anything Bethesda even touches. Uh. So I am very much into Dishonored. Play it. Play it right now. Stop yeah. playing Minecraft and play Dishonored. Well, what, what's so awesome about it? It's Pitch awesome. Me. Okay. First of all, your <laughs> so your your um, actions actually have a real time effect on the world. So you can play as a stealther, or you can play as you know a brute and kill everyone you see. And every time you kill someone, it adds in a realistic manner. I think. Well, not totally realistic because it's instantaneous. The more dead bodies there are, the more rats show up to eat them. And the more rats there are, the more plague gets spread around. So you have this effect on the world where every time you start killing people or just go nuts and kill a ton of guards, you encounter more rats and more of the people you encounter will be not friendlies, but weepers, which are basically their plague-infested zombies. And, well, go ahead. That's super cool. Um, So what do the rats do? The rats, well, if they're in a swarm, they will bite your ass like, and kill you. Um, but they just, mostly they are there for the <laughs> the ambiance and to infect others. And so when you have lots of rats, they can swarm, you know, get to a high object and you're fine. But then there are lots more weepers. And as, you know, former human beings are a little bit more formidable as opponents and they can hurt you. And I think what's you know, in the second playthrough, I played like as a strictly stealth character, and the biggest change for me was just the dialogues and interactions I had with the NPCs were completely different. In the first playthrough, and I wasn't intentionally trying to kill anyone, I was just, you know, playing as I would normally play, um, they talked to me as though I was just an asshole for killing people, and in fact, at the very end, the Samuel was like, oh, it's like you went out of your way to be brutal. And really, they really made me feel terribly about my choices. Look at your life. Look at your choices. And um, <laughs> it wasn't good. And so that's why I felt so compelled to play it again without killing anyone. And, you know, you just sort of save scum your way through it. <laughs> and until you cannot kill anyone. And it's it's actually really satisfying that Dialogues are different. There's markedly fewer um, rats hanging around. The NPCs that you encounter during your missions are not zombified plague victims. They're actual people, and you can talk to them and learn about their stories. But, I mean, beyond... You you feel like you're in this real world that you're affecting, then. I mean, it's completely realistic. Well, not realistic. (laughs) But, I mean, you do feel immersed, I'd say. And... They do just so much about that. There's an, an object that you get called the heart, and you can point it at things and people, and it will, it will tell you secrets about them. And it will comment on the location. And that, I think, was worth playing the game for. Because, wow, they really thought about this world. They created a really complete, robust universe that had living inhabitants. You kind of want to have babies with this game, I don't you? I want to have sexy babies with this game, and I hate babies. <laughs> um, really good. And, you know, even the books, I didn't read them all. I'm not a fucking crazy person. But um, even the books that you read, there are a lot of, like, whaling history. And I don't know if I mentioned that this is, like, sort of, like, whale punk uh, setting. It looks a lot like Bioshock, and it's a universe created in a time where they've harnessed the power of whale oil. Oh. I was wondering what you were what type of whale you were talking about. It was like whales like in England? Yes, Um, yes, like whales that you would like whaling, like whaling ships. Like whalers on the moon. Yes, yes, no, like whales in social games that we try to get to pay all the money. No, it's (laughs) whales in the ocean, the big ones. And you get their oil and you make um, all kinds of technology uh, from it. Like, whale oil powers everything. Whale oil lamps, whale oil electrified fences. So, uh, <laughs> did you play uh, Deus Ex, the new Deus Ex? Yes, I did. And I played it for about 30 minutes, and I gave up on that game. <laughs> it's just, I am not a stealth player, but 
I think what happened with that with Deus Ex is like, ooh, sure looks Japanese to me. <laughs> and I just couldn't get involved in it in any way. It did not immerse me in the same way that um that Dishonored did. Oh. I did give a shit about the antagonist or the protagonist. Right, right. And that 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 does make I find myself very rarely caring about characters. And- <laughs> well that's odd. I mean, well, what is there any character that you've cared about? Oh, there have been. I mean, like, um, if we, if we go back to like, God, it, it's really dorky, but um, like old sixteen bit Japanese RPGs. Like, uh, my favorite of all time is Chrono Trigger, which which is many people's favorite. But like, I got choked up in Chrono Trigger um, at, at moments. Like, totally, I cared about those characters. But then, um, the, like, let's say this, you know, current gen of games, nothing. Um, not as much. Uh, and I think, you know, part of it is a lot of games are trying to be, to be movies. You know, they're like, let's get these voice actors. And I, I feel like the voice acting kills it a lot, you know, unless the voice acting is like hilarious, uh, like Resident <laughs> Evil, which I love. I love the hell out of Resident Evil, uh, a lot of the time because of the voice acting. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's just, um, I saw actually, uh, there was a discussion about, about this going unlit, um, Voice acting, I'm actually not super into in games. Like, I would pr- almost usually prefer not to be there. What? Yeah, like, I, um, I loved it in Portal. The Portal series is great. I love it, you know, and Valve games in general do it really well. But, like, um, whenever a game, like, by default shows the uh, subtitles and does the voiceover, I just skip through the voiceover. Wow. Yeah. But, um, but see, now that you have a PS3... You must play the Uncharted series because I think Nolan North is, if not one of the best voice actors, one of the best actors of all time. I love myself some Nathan Drake. Yeah, everyone, everyone's been pushing um, Uncharted on me, and um, it just doesn't look like the sort of game I want to play, to be so, honest. We never covered your gaping holes, and I feel like Uncharted is one of the gaping holes in your player history. <laughs> Let's cover gaping holes. Let's do that. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I, I feel, I think you're right. I mean, it's, it's definitely like the definitive game of the PS3. I think that's absolutely true. Um, and, uh, it's a big deal. It looks really pretty. It looks like it's really cinematic. Um, but running gun third person shooter thing, I don't know. I'm not into that right now. You know, you don't have to be a gunner. I mean, yes, you have to kill people, but you know, there's a lots of, lots of free climbing shit, free running, I should say. You know, huh? Yeah. See, this is actually another thing. I'm not super into 3D adventure games, um, especially ones that people and action games. You know, I I, I don't really like uh, the new Ninja Guidance. Like none of them, and all the hardcore people are like, oh my god, best action game ever. I just um, it it feels like when I'm hitting a button, I'm making a movie happen. Instead of, like, I'm hitting a button and I'm punching a dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I will say this. Like God that, of War um, and stuff, too? Oh, God of War totally was like that. It's just, like, uh, an interactive narrative. But um, especially, like, when you're making love to What's-Her-Face. And uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but honestly, I loved Uncharted. And and the way I always describe it to people is it was the best action movie I got to be in. Um and so I do see how, if that's the description, the best description I can give it, then I can't imagine that that's going to be highly appealing to you. Yeah, because well, it I is, mean, a, you know, it's a cinematic sort of game, and and, and that's okay. It's, I, I, you know, maybe they do a great job of it. Like, um, man, I should try it because I actually feel like, um, you know, Half Life kind of did that to a point. Like, it was cinematic, but it was still, it's like a game. It's like. I th- I love the way Valve does it, where they don't have any cutscenes and they never take control away from like your character. Did you play Half Life, by the way? Um, Half Life Two. Yes. Yes. Okay, so all right, that's not a gaping hole for you. Good. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you like Half Life Two? Yes, I did. I mean, I think that I played it at a time where I was playing a ton of games, so it didn't make an impact on me. It was after I, you know, was oh, it was during that time when I took a year off just to play video games. <laughs> so it wasn't like a huge revelation for me as it was, I think, for other people. Right. Because uh, at that time, I was playing a game called Mass Effect, and I that is to me is my kind of game. <laughs> yeah, I haven't played that one either. What the hell is wrong with you, Chris? And, you know, I, I don't... I think I'd like it. It's just... Uh, here's another thing. I think... Um, this might be controversial. I think that uh, games are too long. Ugh! 
uh, I, th- I I actually like usually when I'm like halfway through like a big long game, I'm like, cool. Um, I'd like to play something new. <laughs> so you don't play your Skyrim's or and hardly. Wow. Mass Effect is hardly a long game. Well, and I thought it was huge. I thought it was supposed to be like 80 hours sweeping epic sort of thing. Oh, bullshit. It's not 80 hours. Maybe if you play all of them. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, you can play it as long or as short as you like because, you know, it's up to you to take on the missions and make decisions, etc. But then if you're like looking for a short game, then I highly recommend My Sexy Love Child, which is Dishonored. Right, um, and and actually that was that. This is sad, but the thing that you said that made me most want to play it was that it was short. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pretty quick. I mean, I think that um, the longest playthrough I've had on it so far was uh, twenty twenty hours. So, cool. so, so, what me, do you think about that? Do you think games um, are a good length? Do you like a long game? Personally, I just but it might be because I'm the, this kind of gamer. I love Skyrim. I've spent over 200 hours in it um and when i would come home from work i think oh i can't wait to go home to skyrim i mean it was just such (laughs) a total experience for me that i you know i lived in it and so yes that's for me although i would i should say that i'm not like a world of warcraft player where you know the game is endless and i will play forever right um i console gamer all the way so yeah i like that sort of long in-depth experience. Um, but again, I played the Uncharted games in about eight hours each, and I still loved them, and I thought they were totally worth $60. Yeah, I think um, I have no problem with those, and I think I, I, I do want to actually play Skyrim one day, mm-hmm. um, you know, once probably when I'm old and have time. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I keep on saving games up for this kind of, like, old man list for when I have nothing but free time and a, you know, an internet connection, and you died. I died. I died. And now I'm in somewhere good. <laughs> in my own house. So this is better. Oh, oh, have, oh, good. We can see each other. I have no objects is the thing. So, I'm going to uh, come up out of the mine I am in. You're in my house? No, I'm just underground really deep in, in like my super mine. I have um, no objects and no, no armor, so. But I think being old is going to be way better for us than it is for uh, the generation prior to us. Like, because of be, games? Yes, because we have games, because we have the internet, because you can sit you, you don't have to be physical, and you can have lots of fun and, and experience lots of stuff. That sounds like my life right now. Oh, man, your life sounds <laughs> awesome. See, it's a little different for me. I have a, I have a uh, five-month-old daughter at home, and uh, she's wonderful, and I love hanging out with my family all the time, but it, it really eats into your game playing time. Yeah, you should tell that to her. I should be Well, I, I actually do most of my game playing with her in my lap, and she holds a controller. Um, she, uh, like, can't... If, you, if you're holding and interacting with something, she needs it. So I usually give her a fake controller, and she just kind of chews on it for an hour. Aww. Um, I mean, aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't, kind of can't wait to be old so I can play Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, you could sneak in sessions here and there. I think it's definitely worth it. That's you know, I, in terms of time, though, like, as I'm saying this, there are time games I spend lots of time with, and they're just not kind of, they're not, like, the epic experiences. Like, I really love a lot of, like, indie platformers, um, and downloadable games in general, I think, are great, uh, just because they're short and usually unique, and that's kind of what I, I'm into. Like, when um, the first Portal came out, I was so in love with that game, because it was just pure brilliance, start to end, and then... It was over, and then there was nothing to argue with. <laughs> Just like, oh, that was an awesome experience, and uh, great, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, the Portal games are definitely in my top games of all time, and the length in no way affected my appreciation of them. I think that they were the perfect length for what you're doing. It, again, it's just, I think that gamers in general have... Well, young people, and I'm speaking as an older person, Chris McGuire, they're so, they feel so entitled to get all kinds of stuff for free. But um, I think you should take into consideration the quality of the experience, not just like the quantity of the experience. And Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm fine with uh, short-ass games. Yeah. Um, I'm actually really into, I put a lot of time into like twitchy, smaller games like um meat boy when meat boy came out i played that endlessly you are the 
most achievement hoary guy I know for Super Meat Boy. I can't get past the asylum. And I believe, do you have every achievement for Meat Boy? I have all but one. Oh my god. Um, like one is really crazy and I don't have it. But yeah, I got them all because I played the whole game through and then I, I tried, I played the whole game through um, again on the, like the super nightmare mode. Um, oh. And I just loved every second of it and just like <laughs> dying constantly. Every time I died, I wanted to play more. <laughs> That's amazing to me because I'm, I'm kind of a rage quitter. <laughs> At some point, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you, game. If you don't want me to play you, I won't. Which yeah. I understand is not the best attitude to have, but um, that's how I roll, bro. I understand that. that. You know, um, my wife's the same way. Kelly, she <laughs> she will get angry at a game and say, I don't want to play this anymore. Whereas I, I want to conquer a game. Like if a game, it, I see it as an insult. The game is saying, you can't do this. And I'm saying, oh yeah? Well, I'm going to spend all night doing it. Well, then this brings me to a game that I think we both tried, at least... And I personally was deeply insulted by Witcher 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of background story on this, actually. Um, when we got the idea to do this podcast thing, uh, Marie said we should pick a game that we both play, uh, a recent game, and you know see what we think about it. And we both picked The Witcher 2. Um, and uh, neither of us have finished it. <laughs> um, now this is a game that lots of people loved. Uh, it's you know it's got great reviews and uh, gamers. It's a gamers game. You know mm. uh, a lot of people seem into it. Um, uh, how did you like it, Marie? I thought it could suck my dick because it sucked. Um, what happened was, and the reason I think this is basically because I felt insulted by it. There is a tutorial very early in the game. And at the end of this tutorial, it gives you an assessment saying what level of difficulty you should play the game on. And for me, it said easy. And my reaction was, of course, fuck you. Oh, wait, wait. It, it pissed you off right there. It's Just... right. End of tutorial. Play on the easy game, mode. The game, like, stepped in your face and said, you are not good enough. Yes. It told me already that I was terrible at it. And um, so, you know, strike one. Strike two, the protagonist, do not care. No one cur. This guy, <laughs> I just... Maybe I've been spoiled by RPGs where I get to choose my gender or, you know, build out my character, but he just seemed awful. And I didn't like his stupid face. You know, uh, I, I agree there. And, you know, I think, I think maybe the reason I'm not into a lot of games is I'm not playing the right ones uh, in, in terms of story and, like, uh, characterization because I wasn't him to him. Like, when I'm thinking of that, I'm thinking of what, what like, Gears of War tries to do. <laughs> I see you! <laughs> oh, my God, we're finally where, together. Wait, it's, where are you? Where are you? It's only taken uh, 29 minutes. Oh, my minutes. God. Hi, I we, brought you a cake. Oh, What's my up? God, that looks delicious. Here, have Here. some wheat. <laughs> oh, how do we... Here. <laughs> eat my wheat <laughs> fuck you cake in the face how much does that hurt me oh it hurts me half a heart ow all right all right cake. oh anyway so let's have a tour of mcguire town while we're here yeah yeah um show me around oh so the best part's down here i didn't make this but if we jump off the bridge and hurt ourselves um this is uh omg toad's house oh uh, if you pick a chest its contents will help you on your way um now, you played Mario 3, right? Yes. All right, all mushroom right. stew. Yes, it's filled with mushroom stew. Um, yeah. This is, one, this is probably my favorite building in the whole place. <laughs> uh, you, you looked hungry for mushroom stew. Yes, I was. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, characterization. Um, Gears of War, man. Um, you were super <laughs> into that game. Were you super into the story? No. Well, hey. I will say this, that the story troubled me in many ways because it felt like it was some sort of manifest destiny propaganda. And I don't know how... Yeah, you were in this game, so... Yeah. We go to Sarah and we're like, mining for this motion stuff. And oh, this... On emergence day, this group of... Well, this entire race or species, I should say, of aliens comes out and is like, hey, this is our place. Fuck off. And I feel like, yeah, actually, who do we think we are? We've come to this alien planet, invaded it, stolen all of its natural resources, well, and um, now we're fighting people for it? It just seems wrong to me. And then it, it just like continued on with that. Like in the last Gears of War, 
And I, you know, I get very involved emotionally with these games. So my dad, because I'm Marcus Phoenix, right? Yeah. <laughs> so my dad basically creates a, something that can kill all of the um, the lambent because it's it turns out that the emulsion is actually uh, a sort of a being. Am I spoiling this for you? Because no. I don't know if you played it. I, so, oh, by the way, guys, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, yeah, spoiler alert. So at the end, he kills all of the lambent by eradicating you know that element of the emulsion that was an this organism is, of its own. This is the nerdiest thing I've ever heard you say, by the way. Your mom's nerdy. And anyway, so it's an organism all its own, and he killed it all. Yeah. He, oh my God, someone's oh, shooting a, me. There's a spider uh, a skeleton. That's that oh, thing. I, I can I got get it. it with my cake. Oh, okay. Because I um, died and I have nothing. Let's and make a newsroom just, in here, by it, the way. It just really troubled me all over this game. It's just like all these really weird things where it's yeah. like, really, should we be destroying an entire life form? That we've you never put a lot of thought into the, to the plot of this game. Um, I, I, it I, really, know, I, just, I only did was play the game, but it, how can you not be troubled by this? Like, well, see, okay, the, let's kill this entire race of beings who were on this planet first. You're and, very, very story driven because, like, when I was oh, playing this game, I played, I played it, and I was like, "Oh my god, what are they gonna? What are the meatheads going to say next?" <laughs> Dude, well, I, I laughed so hard at so many moments of that game. Um, and dude, when they were like. It's a giant worm. The sinking <laughs> cities with a giant worm. Did you I not think, laugh at that? Yes, but I think you were. You see, you suffer from judging a book by its cover. Yes, the cogs by its meaty cover. Heads. They look at them. I mean, yes. <laughs> what can you expect? You can't expect a ton of like deep feelings. They're no, they're no Keats. They're oh, not but they tried, dude. The dude was like, "Oh, my wife, I love her so much. That makes me not no. gay." Yeah, and uh, spoiler alert, in the third one, they, he dies, uh, Dom dies, and they play Mad World, and they have like this whole like montage sequence of everyone so, being sad. So they're sad. trying to tug your heartstrings. Well, see, the thing is, moments like that, that are engineered to tug at my heartstrings, don't work for me. I'm just like, yeah, he's going to die. I knew he was going to die, because come on. Uh, what does he have to live for? Maria's dead, and his whole town is destroyed. But... The other stuff, the sort of emergent storytelling, and maybe it's not so emergent or subtle in this case, it always gets me. And that's what I'm most interested in in the games. That's um, fascinating because th- this is the stuff that no one wrote. Yes, exactly. Like these things. Well, I mean, definitely people wrote that, you know, hey, we're going to kill all these peeps. Right. I, <laughs> so, the, they, but, they definitely create, you know, a world and an environment. What's killing me? Okay. Hey. Um, I got a brick. They create a world. <laughs> you're, you're, n- nail that dude with that brick. Oh, yeah. Eat it, skeleton. Okay. Um, yeah, they, they create a world that facilitates stories that um, you can imagine. And I think yeah. that's, that's, that's really hard and that's really important. But, um, you know, when it comes to – it sounds like when it comes to the actual stuff that – they want you to feel for you're you're not into that as much. Well, it's just so transparent, and maybe I, I wouldn't say this is about every game. I'm sure there are parts of games where they've engineered a moment to make me feel awful or wonderful, and I've totally fallen for it. It's not like I'm some awesome ninja of emotions. It's just Robot. that. Yeah, it, it's just in the Gears of War series. It just it was a little transparent for my taste, but I did. You know, I did have concerns. It's like, why are we destroying a life form that we don't fully understand? It's definitely encroaching upon our ability to live on this planet, but I already have problems with our living on this planet because we were taking it away from, you So know, you, f- you felt the for um, the locusts in this I game. did. I just, I, you know... And now they're, I mean, at least in 2, which I played, uh, they're characterized, they, they're not characterized. They're just kind of evil dudes. Yes, I mean, I think that any enemy of what your goals are is going to be considered an evil dude, right? Right. And but like, you never like really hear dialogue from them. It's just like, oh, sure you do. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They go, oh, and then like you hear the queen, and then you hear, oh god, you hear um the best video game character ever. Um, what's his name? Woo woo, the uh, Coltrane. Coltrane. <laughs> you hear him uh, cursing out the queen. Um, yes. man, Coltrane, that's a whole kettle of fish right yes. there. He's my yeah, absolute favorite. So <laughs> he's, he's, he's my favorite in the way that, um, I love Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> but is, is Coltrane played by Terry Crews? Um, he's 
Slay, I don't remember the name of to the, the guy. To the Google! <laughs> can your computer handle that? I don't know. Let's find out. Um, does it look like it can? <laughs> but uh, talk amongst yourselves while I do this. All right, uh, yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. What's up? You didn't play Gears 3. This, Why? I didn't play... Well... Um, I didn't want to. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't interested at the time. Like, I played Gears of War 2, and I was like, oh, you know, I, I kind of had fun with... Oh, a zombie. Uh, I kind of had fun with parts of it, um, and I had fun... Actually, the most fun in that game was with Horde Mode. Um, I, I enjoyed playing that, uh, and that's probably the closest I've gotten to, like, an Xbox on Live, like, online playing experience thing. Uh, but I had other games to play. Mm. I was like, you know, I, I, I had fun with, with Gears of War. I don't want to play it again. You're not at all curious about how it all pans out. No, I have no no care about the story at all. <laughs> you know, what happens to Dom after he knows that his wife is dead? Nothing? Nothing? You no feelings? Okay, fine. No, I really... I, I, especially about Dom. Oh, is this our, is this our newscasting Yes, desk? I'm making a oh newscasting Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Oh, wow. I was just standing here watching. I have no tools. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> There, I mean, I would recommend it just to, for the completion of the series, and definitely visually, it's the best of all of them. And uh, oh, so now you're they, saying like it improves on two and like in substantial ways that make it worthwhile. To me, I, I cool. felt it was worth it. I mean, I but I'm also sort of I'm again I'm very narrative driven, narrative driven, and I want to know how it all pans out. And even though I hate Baird, I'm going to play the next one too. Um, I just kind of I get really invested in universes, I'd say, and um, that's why I can play like a hundred-hour game. Because and you were uh, you were not interested in um, the world of The Witcher. No, that's yes. Yeah, so circling back, nice work. Um, yeah. The Witcher just was. I don't know. It felt like thirteen-year-old wish fulfillment was like, oh, hey, look at this hot, naked ginger chick in my bed. You know? Oh, I've got a really grim, like, scarred face. You know? It's, yeah, I, it it's really, kind I of felt- like um, Scott McFarlane does... Uh, that's the Spawn guy, right? Yeah, the Todd McFarlane? Guy. I don't forget Todd McFarlane, one. yeah. yeah Todd McFarlane. It's, it's Mark Farlane. It was like the Todd McFarlane sort of uh, Middle Earth. Yes, exactly. It's like hot chicks and <laughs> um, um, tough. Even though I'm like a witcher, which is, I don't know. It just didn't resonate with me in any way. And I, I don't mind saying that it was because it told me I sucked at it. Yeah. But also, it just didn't seem fun. And I was coming right off Skyrim. So that sort of lack of agency that I felt with the game uh, really ruined it for me. And then they say, they try to hype you up and say, oh, you're, you've got control and you can make these you know, really cloudy moral choices. But I would make these choices and I still didn't see what that impact was. And maybe they're morally ambiguous, but the result was ambiguous. And I never felt, you know, say as in Dishonored, where you have this immediate effect on your environment, or in Skyrim, where it's a very clear, like, right and wrong, black and white kind of choice, at least I knew that something was happening as a result of my choices. But I know I got into some quest in Witcher 2 where I had to choose to side with a merchant or a group of angry housewives, and I can't remember what I chose, and I can't remember the outcome. And I think it just was just very poor narrative structure there and not interesting in any way. But then your Witcher 2 experience, we should circle back to that as well, because you didn't finish. What's your problem, bro? Um, you know, my, my I actually um, kind of, I was more into the world than I thought I would be, just because uh, they put a lot of time into it, and it was pretty. And it seemed like, you know, art, a lot of artists spend a lot of time on this, so I, I should kind of think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, you know, I didn't really care about the characters either. I actually felt really bad that like you know you wake the first time you see your dude he's in bed with this chick and i didn't play witcher one so we'll get that out of the way i didn't know who she she was okay i wake up and then like you know the the first town you go to it's like oh sleep with a prostitute and i was like no i got this chick i i I want to be a monogamous witcher um and i guess you could but the game really wanted you to like just slut it up yes um and you know that that wasn't cool, but the the main thing that bothered me about the game was actually uh, the tutorial was crazy. The tutorial was like, "Here's a bunch of stuff. Remember it. Here's eighty things, and uh, now go." Um, 
and I don't remember what it told me. I think it told me normal, but I was at utterly confused the whole time. I was playing on PC, and it was like, oh, use like the Q, W, E, R, T, Y to do these things, then right-click, <laughs> and then middle-click to do this, and I was like, oh my god, uh, this, it's too much. Um, and, and maybe that's just like a, a learning curve thing from the first one. Like maybe all those, like all those spells had words that didn't make sense. It's like, <laughs> sure. use the greet and the yigur. Um, and it, it, you know, just call it fire spell. It's a fire spell. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what this rune means. I don't know what this word means. Just call it a fire spell. Come on, guys. Come on. So you might, you might have a problem with Skyrim then because you, in, you know, you speak the dragon tongue and, uh, you know, you have your thum, which are your shouts, and they are like force rota. They aren't exactly. Uh, but you know, the shouts—that's the same. I, I see. I actually know about force rota because uh, of every web comic in the world. Yes. Okay. Um. So, if that's the extent of it, that's cool. But it's it's like I'm okay with if it's explained to you, if it makes sense. It's the thing. These were like uh, your tools. Like these these are what you used to interact with the world, and you didn't know what they did. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, it's okay if it's like, oh, this is an Elvish. You can't read it. I'm like, all right, cool. That's an Elvish. Um, or, th- <laughs> or this dude has a weird name or this place has a weird name. That's fine. But, like, don't give me a jump button and call it, like, use blah, blah. Yes, I can understand that. It's like, quick, use this blah, blah to, to a jump out of those texts. Like, uh, all right. So um, your criticisms were UI UX. Yeah, kind of actually, the UI UX and the gameplay, again, like, um, it's one of those games where... It's like, oh, you can do everything. Everything's open to your disposal. But, but you know, I'm going to sit in, in the desk when I'm saying this. Okay. Um, you, the, the world's your oyster. But um, I felt like it was all very pathy, you know? It, it mm-hmm. was like... It totally was. Like, you walk around this world, and it's like, oh, you can climb up cliffs when there's a prompt to climb up a cliff. Yes. <laughs> like, and that, <laughs> that really bothers me. Like, the game is like, oh, you can run around, and you can jump on things and climb things, but... Um, only when we say you can, when we program that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I hate that. I hate that when it's like um, context-sensitive, you can do stuff. <laughs> yeah. If I want a rail shooter, I'll play a rail shooter. Totally. You know, it's, 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 I'm playing an RPG. I should have control. And then maybe, again, I've been spoiled by, you know, these badass games that I love and I want to make love to. Um, but I just having that lack of choice or lack of agency really ruined Witcher for me. I felt a game that actually did this really well uh, is the opposite was uh, Zelda Skyward Sword, which I just completely finished. Um, and I really liked it. And um, I was a sort of surprised because I've been getting actually a little bored with Zelda games. Ooh, um, that's kind but, of, those are harsh words coming from you. Yeah, it's again like, the, like do I have time to play this epic sweeping thing? Like... I enjoyed for a couple hours, but then do I want to go through it? But Skyward Sword made me want to. But uh, what was really cool about it, for the first time, like, Link had a run button, and he could, he basically did, like, free-runny stuff, but he could do it anywhere. Like, oh, there's a hill. I want to run up it. You can. Every hill you can run up. You can climb everything. Um, and that was great. And I, f- I feel like that's the opposite experience I got with The Witcher, where it was like, oh, you can run around, but, oh, that's a hill. And it looks like a hill you can run up, but you can't. <laughs> yeah, totally. So wait, I have to go back, back to Gaping Holes, Zelda games. You've never played a Zelda game? I played the very first Zelda game. I that's played an one. Twilight Princess, and that's it. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Um, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think those are actually pretty good representatives of like the types of Zelda games there are. Like Twilight Princess is kind of a quintessential, almost by the books, 3D Zelda game. Um, mm-hmm. And the first one is just the prototype for all of the 2D ones. Uh, now, it doesn't include, like, my favorites there, uh, which would be, like, uh, A Link to the Past, I thought was amazing. Um, did you have a Super Nintendo? Yes, I did. I'm and, just a jerk. You, yeah, I, I actually never owned the game, but I rented it, like, 80 times to beat it. <laughs> well, I just feel like the, with the amount of love Ocarina of Time gets, it's sort of awful that I never played it. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, you should have played it, but I wouldn't say you should play it now. (laughs) Uh, It's too late. That ship has sailed. Yeah. I mean, newer Zelda games are better and uh, they they solve a lot of the problems and you should just play those. Like, I think if you want to play a Zelda game, if you ever get that inkling, you should play Skyward Sword because it's really good. Well, this, you know, the Zelda talk brings me to yet another topic. Wii U. Yes. Are you get? 
Uh, I am super excited about it, actually, and um, I really want it, and I'm going to get it. Um, I, I hope to get it for Christmas. <laughs> Ooh, hint, 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 hint. Yes. So uh, why? Why do I need a Wii U? Um, at first, like it, it didn't. It looked like just another kind of silly gimmick, um, and which you know the the Wii kind of like to, to most hardcore gamers is like, oh, it didn't live up to the promise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was. It had, you know, an interesting idea, an interesting concept, but no one really did anything with it. They all made Waggle Games. Um, yes. Which, by the way, Skyward Sword is finally, like, the first fulfillment, I feel, of the Wii's promise, and it came at the end. Like, it's the ultimate Wii game, and it's probably the only one that will ever exist. <laughs> <laughs> what about Kirby's Epic Yarn? Oh, Kirby's Epic Yarn is awesome, but it's, it could be done on any system. Uh, Skyward Sword, hmm. I think you can't play it without a Wiimote, like, and I think it's better for it. Wow. Yeah, uh, but there are tons, don't get me wrong, there's tons of Wii games I like, uh, but I think a lot of them could be played on any system. Um, and that's actually what I like about Nintendo systems in general, you know, when they're done right, uh, they give you experiences you can't get anywhere else. Um, and with the Wii U, I think that's going, that's the case again. Like, uh, the whole idea of having asymmetrical multiplayer, I love that, um, like one of the things that was thrown around like right away, like, I think Penny Arcade said it, they were like, hey, if, if you did a Dungeons and Dragons game, and one person was the dungeon master with the remote, <laughs> and everyone else, everyone, uh, everyone else had Wii remotes, and they were using the TV. Like that would be awesome, and I agree. Yeah. Like games like that, I think would be amazing. Uh, just like the idea that one person's like an overlord, and everyone else is against them. Um, or I, I think there's just a lot of opportunities you can do when um, one person has more information than the other, and that's something yeah. that uh, I think board games have been doing forever, you know? Mm-hmm, totally. Um, board games are all about, like, hiding information from your opponents, and I think <laughs> the Wii U is going to facilitate that great if people build it like that. If people build it like that. I mean... Right. It's it's just hard to tell. I'm going to have to wait until you get yours and you tell me how amazing it is, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. I do actually think that the Wii was a fantastic console because it brought about this whole... It brought so many, so many more people into gaming yeah, than ever absolutely. would have been. I mean, absolutely. my grandmother has a Wii, and I think most people's grandmothers have a Wii, and that's just not something that ever happened before. Yeah, and I am totally egalitarian about games. I think that, the, you know, there's no hardcore gamer. I mean, obviously there are people who are very avid gamers, but everyone should be playing games. Um, and the thing I always like to say is, like, when you're a little kid... And you, you know, invite someone over to play. It's not like somebody plays more hardcore than you. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, someone is like. Oh, you didn't you didn't know that kid with like you know the the, the green sunglasses and the backwards hat who always wore head headphones and he he just played hardcore. Oh, you don't know I'm that sorry, kid? Sorry, I did not. You know, Poochie, Poochie in real life. <laughs> I'm from another planet and I must leave. Forever. Uh, no. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but um, no, I, so I think that it was great to bring casual, as people like to call them, gamers to a console, and, and sort of it's a gateway drug. And I am into gateway drugs. Mm, gateway drugs. Oh, you got what out you, of my trap. What you building there? <laughs> I was like, what the hell? It was a Marie trap. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree, and I think you know. I, I think all games are worthwhile if they're fun, and uh, it brought a ton of people in who wouldn't otherwise be playing, and even if they're playing games, like, oh, that's a stupid game, like, if tons of people like carnival games, like, all the more power to them. Like, you yeah. play carnival games. Hell um, yeah. And Hell yeah, carnival games. You might find other games that you like just as much, and maybe not. Maybe carnival games is as far as you want to take games, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, well, that's a fun little fort. <laughs> hey, what's... Oh, hey. whoa, whoa, you just, it's on. Oh, is it? Because you just seem to be standing there and... Um... Uh, uh, uh. Oh, 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 I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. Oh, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and so did you actually play your Wii at all? Oh, sure. When I first got it, I played all kinds of games. I actually had to review a ton of different Wii games for the now defunct game site. Um, yes. So um, I, I played extensively. And uh, you know what? The best game of Wii was probably the bowling game. <laughs> and I played that until my arm hurt. Um, but Bowling I think without the success of the Wii, we wouldn't have had the Connect, right? Which I love, honestly. And I know that sounds like I should be someone's middle-aged mom, but I totally <laughs> love the Connect. I loved it in Mass Effect when I could call out 
you know, my different Oh, so you, you are actually um, using a lot of it. Wow. Oh, yeah. I totally I, – <laughs> my main use of Connect, though, is, like, for watching movies and um, Dude, saying – how fun is like, it to say, like, Netflix? X, yeah, Xbox, pause. Yeah, yeah, In yeah, fact, yeah. I say that when I'm just watching TV now. I will say Xbox, pause, and nothing happens, and I get very angry. You know, that's actually another thing I'm excited about the Wii U about. They have this that, that whole TV integration thing. Like, it is a, it's a remote for your television. It has, like, IR built in. So you can turn on your television, turn on your Wii, and it actually has, like, channel tuner built in. Um, and you can watch Netflix and all that fun stuff. And I think that's going to be neat. And um, there's no reason that it couldn't be voice activated as well. So uh, I'm psyched on that. Um, yeah, you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which isn't to say, like, now, for, for background, like, I love Xbox Media Center, like, the, now that the, which has no affiliation with Microsoft. That's a hacker project. Um, but our, our house actually has a big old server, and um, that's connected to it. That's all Xbox Media Server. And if I can get the Wii U to connect to that, um, I will be so happy. Yeah, that sounds like, uh, someday we should do, like, a tour of your house, because it sounds like gamer paradise. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> Before we get into too many other topics and go on forever, I uh, will bid you adieu, sir. <laughs> oh, that is very fancy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bid you adieu as well, Grass Pixels. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you soon. Bye. <laughs>